Destination Sailing Channel is sponsored by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, follow the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. If you speak with Mike at Seawater Pro, don't forget to mention Destination Sailing Channel. Hello and welcome to the Destination Sailing Channel. I'm Carla. And I'm Simon. And we are from the YouTube sailing channel, Sailing Ocean Fox. Over the past three years, we've sailed over 25,000 miles on our catamaran, through the Mediterranean, across the Atlantic and the Caribbean. In this series, we will be looking at some of our favourite islands, towns and remote caves we have visited during our adventure. This will give you a fresh insight on your next destination, what to expect on arrival, places to stay, things to do and how to find those all-important provisions, from propane to bananas. So let's start with this week's location, Venice. Yeah, we haven't actually been to Venice, so this week we're going over to some friends of ours, Steve and Jube, from the YouTube sailing channel, Sailing Fair Isle. They've been overwintering in the uh, islands there, and let's see what they have to say. Yes, yeah, so Steve and Jude, over to you. Hello, my name is Judy. And I'm Steve. And we are in Venice. It's the place I wanted to come to when we bought the boat. The place. <laughs> yeah, it's some place I think every sailor should sail into once. It's one of those iconic destinations. Hidden away at the top of the Adriatic, Venice is a bit off the beaten track, but it's not exactly a bad sail to get there. The Croatian coast is one of the best in the Med, and you'll get to do it twice. If you go right to the north of Croatia, it's just a day sail across to Venice, but we did it as an overnight from a little further down the coast. On reaching the lagoon, there are three entrances. It's easiest to pick the easternmost entrance and follow the clearly marked channel around the port where you will find Chitosa Island on the starboard side. If you call the marina on 77, someone will come out in a rib and lead you in. Isn't it lovely? <laughs> Don't forget your green, white and red Italian courtesy flag. So once the courtesy boat has shown you to your berth, we're on a nice hammerhead here and you get fantastic views across to the islands in the lagoon of Venice and Venice itself behind us. Um, but the island itself is, is a park really, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite a small park. It's 5k all the way around, I know, because I've run it. <laughs> but there's a restaurant here, a very good restaurant, open uh, during the summer. There's a hotel, there's street food that comes, mm. um, a fantastic pizza Re hut. Really good little uh, van that does pizza in a proper wood oven. So, you know, that's, that's really, really good. It's here, you know, right through the summer season. And I think things will extend here because they're, they're, they're building a lot. They're developing this marina. It's a fairly new marina. It's one of the few, really, for foreign boats here. And it's one of the few med marinas with finger berths. It's in a great position, in a lovely peaceful place away from the crowds of Venice, but just a 15-minute Vaporetto ride for St Mark's Square. You can stroll to the other end of the island to catch it, they come every 20 minutes, or just take your dinghy. If you're planning on overwintering here as we have, be prepared for some inclement weather. There's rain and fog and temperatures in single digits in January and February, but it's still the Med, so a short winter. Also, during the winter and the summer, it's a park for local people to come. And I, that was a big pull for me because mm. it's nice to be in a marina, but not separate from wherever you're staying. That's quite important. Um, and it's very easy to get to Venice. We've had a lovely time, even during lockdown. It's been lovely to go into Venice where you've got, well, in the summer, you'll have the opera <laughs> and 
shops and everything, the sites in every, Venice. It's just lovely. Everything that Venice has to offer, which is you know, which is plenty. It's lovely. But yeah, the people here are really friendly. I mean, we've uh, got a friend here. There's actually a gondolier. He gave me some uh, some lessons on a <laughs> on a on a gondola uh, a while ago. Uh, so you know, you really do. You get to to, to get into uh, if you stay here for any you know, length of time. You know, you can really sort of become a Venetian. So that's really nice. And there's some fantastic sailing sports as well that go on during the summer. Sailing races through St Mark's mm. Square, through to St Mark's Square. I mean, just stunning. Yeah, they, they're very active in this marina with uh, with that. The person that owns it, Alberto, is, is into his racing. So you're, they'll have lots of little competitions going on. It's all really good fun right in front of St Mark's Square. So that's brilliant. There are plans to put a fuel dock at Chateauza as well. At the moment, there are some fuel docks around. We've refueled out in the in the lagoon at times. You, the, probably the nearest is Lido from here, where you could uh, refuel. But as I say, they've got plans for a fuel dock on the island itself, which will, will help. There is propane available here, and uh, they've got a small chandler. You can get bits and pieces. They're really, really helpful. They'll get you anything you want. And you can get deliveries. You'll think you're on an island, and uh, you know, it'd be difficult to get things. But no, Amazon delivers here all sorts of, you know, whatever you want. It all comes comes by boat and they're just used to it in Venice so it's really not an issue. We are in Europe, it's Italy, it's part of the Schengen area. We are one hour ahead of GMT and the currency is Euros. So it's no supermarket on the island, but uh, everything's easy accessible here. There is a Vaporetto station there, the water buses that everyone travels around on. If you want to go any distance, you can get on a water bus and get anywhere at any time, really. We're just heading uh, straight up here to, to where the Vaporetto is, and uh, Vaporettos are quite expensive here if you're just doing them one at a time. It's about, what, 750 Is it 7 Yeah, I think 7 For a single. Yeah. But we have uh, a card, and it costs 100 euros, this card, but lasts for six years, and, and it means that basically it's one euro fifty per uh, trip so makes it much uh, much more affordable so this is the machine flip it in there and let the uh, vaporetto know that we're going that way yeah it looks like mine needs a top up so we'll go to lido i think and do that and also you can get tickets for museums so you can get a like a block ticket to go and see all the museums so we'll do that as well you can see it looks pretty much like uh, an underground in most major cities we're here Chateza, and we can just come around. St. Mark's Square is here. You can go all the way around the island and out to Murano and Burano, they're sort of the further islands as well. So, yeah, it's very good. What we can do, obviously, from here as well is getting our dinghy and uh, just get across, which is great fun. There's beautiful places to explore. Difficult to know where you can and can't go in your dinghy, isn't it? You hear different advice from different people. If you're staying any length of time, you can get a, quite easily, apparently, a, a little uh, a number that you put on your dinghy, which allows you to go other places. But we've had no problem going to the supermarket, have we, the local supermarket? Yeah, and we have an electric engine, and apparently they like electric engines, so that's good. So for ease, you can just get in your dinghy and go to the spa supermarket, which is just down this little uh, canal and bring stuff straight back to the back of your boat. There is a bigger supermarket, uh, the Conad, which is uh, at the other end. We'd take the Vaporetto to get that. There's got other supplies that we can't get at the spa. And because it's Venice, you can even have a scenic supermarket. This one's an old theatre. There's no big chandlers that we found nearby. There's a very good hardware store that does marine type things on Lido, which is, is just a Vaporetto right away. And, uh, and you can get, as I said, things posted here really easy. So that's what we've tended to do. It's very easy to get here from the airport there and back. We've been home to the UK a couple of times since we've been here. 
you just get the Vaporetto mm-hmm. up to the um, north of the island and then you can get a train or you can get a Super Vaporetto which goes all the way directly to Marco Polo Airport and that's been quite fun. I've done that early in the morning. The marina here is very helpful. Um, they will get a courtesy boat so you get to the Vaporetto stop um, and then just off you go and it's eight euros. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really want to do it door to door, you can have a, a water taxi, which you can just ring up and they'll come and pick you up and take you straight there for about 110 euros. I went for the eight euros. <laughs> There's also a train station at the north of the island. So we took a train to go inland where we hired a car and went on a road trip. We went right the way up to Lake Garda and around there. At the time, we couldn't go any further because of COVID, but we saw the mountains and you could go skiing. <laughs> yeah, on a normal year, I think if you stayed here for a winter, it's a, it's a must-do, go up to the uh, the Dolomites here, which is a fantastic little region. Cortina is the, the main ski area there. Um, and yeah, you can hire a car, you can go by train, you can do all sorts of things. It's very easy. Everything's very easy travel-wise from here, isn't it? Yeah. We took the boat up to... Burano, which is the island of colourful houses, which was absolutely stunning. And then to go further out, you can then anchor up and have complete silence. It was just us and the birds, I think, for about three days. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, people might say, you know, you're not allowed to anchor in the lagoon where you are, but you you can't be in the channels where where all the traffic is. But there are places you can get out of that. Have a look at the the chart and there's a couple marked on there and they'll tell you at the marina in different places where you can go. And you can can also explore if you've got something like a kayak. They Mm. rent them here. There's a a place on Chateauza Island that will rent you kayaks to, to take out and that's that's brilliant you can just explore you know around the lagoon in places that it's just not a tourist it feels a completely different place doesn't it it's not like in fact some place. of the places we've been to when we came back even the local people here said oh wow i had no idea all those swans <laughs> amazing swans yeah yeah when we came here we were part of the schengen zone as brits uh, when we leave we're, we're not anymore so uh, we do have to check out we didn't have to check in to do that, apparently you go to a police station, which is the other end of Venice by the railway station. But you have to, you know, they're quite relaxed here in, in Italy. It's not like Croatia where they watch your every move. So you, know, you can just sort of take it easy. They, they're not too worried about it. I'm going to be sorry to leave. I could happily stay here summer and winter. Mm. It might get more crowded in the summer. It's been different for us because we've been here under COVID restrictions. So we haven't really had a tourist season. But it's been lovely. Yeah, it's, it's not expensive either. People mm. get the wrong impression of, of Venice. Yes, if you go to the tourist areas in St. Mark's, you might pay a lot for a coffee, but you don't have to. <laughs> uh, and, you know, the cost of mooring here is comparable to sort of mainland Spain, really. It's about yeah. the similar price to, to Cartagena, where we stayed the winter before. So, yeah, I mean, pick your, your marina wisely. Chitosa Marina is, is very good for that. Uh, ring up, talk to Sabrina or Martina. They're both very helpful and they'll, they'll put you right on what the, the costs are. And you can see a lot more about our travels or our stay in Venice, I should say, on sailingfairisle.com. Yes, there's a videos and lots of other info on there. And of course, on the YouTube channel, the Venice episodes start from episode 28. Uh, that was absolutely fantastic. And really, thank you for sharing your local knowledge with us all, because uh, you spent a long time there. And uh, I'm sure you have a good understanding of the lay of the land. Yes. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, just a reminder that you can see our adventure on YouTube at Sailing Ocean Fox and Steve and Jude's adventure at Sailing Fair Isle. Destination Sailing Channel is supported by Seawater Pro. If you are buying a water maker, look up the link below and receive an additional set of filters with your purchase. You could also be helping us to produce this free podcast and video. 
You can listen to Destination Sailing Channel as podcast. Just search for the channel on your preferred podcast platform. This is Simon and Carla from Sailing Ocean Fox on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and all the major podcast platforms. Until next week, fair winds wherever you are sailing. Bye.